0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm And broadcast school has really paid off. Auntie. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be
2: on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford at studio here this morning. Pretty chilly morning below 30 degrees for the first time of the, uh, I don't know, I guess the season, not just so the year, because it would have been under 30 back in January February, but nonetheless... It's a little chillier today here, cold front coming through Oxford for you, so we'll uh, we'll brave it, we'll find a way through it here this morning. Some college football, some NFL, some, I don't know, Major League Baseball, some college basketball, the uh, preseason mm-hmm. predictions out. That and more coming up on the show today, a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, they're giving away seven Ole Miss game day football jerseys, the official ones, the real ones throughout the football season, including from Auburn last weekend. Two more to go, Alabama and Mississippi State. Also, to uh, register to win those, you just make a purchase at the Blue Scout location here in Oxford. Every single purchase gives you a chance for a new sign-up, a new entry, and a chance to win a jersey. While you're in there, take advantage of the lunch specials that are available, red beans and rice going on today. Uh, Pretty good one for considering the temperature. That's not a bad lunch special there any size fountain drink, bread, and more with the Oxford Exxon.
3: And compete from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done. I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662 662- 257 two five seven 1900 We've got guests coming tomorrow on the rafters music and food hotline rafters music and food on the square in oxford great place to grab a burger a po' boy appetizer great beer selection full bar and more rafters on the square in oxford also rafters in new albany lots of um, shows up on the network already be more coming obviously over the course of the next 24 to 36 hours so make sure you check some of those out. Davis and Igbenosan show is up, brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. The uh, Mason Brooks show up. Brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And then most recently, the Troy Brown Show is up. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. You might have noticed, as Chase mentioned, it's gotten a little chilly. You want to make sure that your heating system is ready when the winter arrives for real. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662 429 44-29. Forty-four twenty-nine. I'll be taping with Pete Deweese tonight. We'll be looking at Ole Miss at LSU. That's brought to you by Walk On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Check out their locations in Oxford or Ridgeland today.
2: Some chatter on the stream about Florida. I was looking at it a minute ago. They would have to. They'd have to win a lot of coin flip games, but they can end up. I don't know, eight and four, seven and five, and be just very, very average. Very, very
3: average. What is what's the record right now?
2: Uh let's see, they're four and three. They have Georgia next. Four and so four four. But I mean, there's no guaranteed loss here. Who A and that?
3: M. Oh, I could think they could lose that. They and could. In fact yeah, would, yeah, I'm sure they could. Yeah, I would I would pick A and M to beat them in college station. Carolina. Uh I would go South Carolina over Florida right now. Would you really? Mm hmm.
2: Vanderbilt, Florida State.
3: L Toss up. Yeah. I mean W up. Toss, toss up, up yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
2: They could go they could go three and one. They could go one and one and three. Sure, I guess.
3: Easy. So Yeah, I mean I I would I absolutely pick Texas A&M to beat them in college station. And I would pick Columbia South Carolina. They're a better football team. I mean we've got to st- not you, just people in general. I was saying this on Mark Heim's show in Mobile just a minute ago. We've got to stop this Florida's an elite program thing. They're not.
2: But what are we basing South Carolina off of? Oh nothing. Nothing. They're just I mean, I'm looking at their schedule, and they're other than the Levis thing, which I'm not giving them credit for Kentucky with Levis out. Right. I just refuse. Their best game of the season is a 44 30 loss to Arkansas.
3: Agreed. But Arkansas would beat, would beat Florida. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. The, the, we, we do this every year. The SEC is awesome top to bottom. No, it's not. It's not. It, no league is top to bottom. Of course top top not. Top not top but top. we do it in this league. We do it all the time. It's the makes the league so tough. It's all right. No, what makes the league toughest? is that the top half of it's pretty good. Florida's not in the top half. Three, four,
2: five, six. That's what makes the league really good. Yes. Three, four, five,
3: six. Yes. What makes the league really good this year is that a team like Mississippi State and Arkansas, teams that you would probably put like eighth and ninth in the league, can beat you.
2: Yeah, everybody can sneak up and get you. Well, not everybody.
3: Well, fair. But those kinds yes. of teams. Yeah, sure. Through the middle. Yeah. The,
2: A&M can beat you.
3: Yeah. I mean, if we're ranking the SEC right now. You put A&M somewhere in the middle, and they can beat you. You put Arkansas somewhere bottom of the middle, like I said, eighth, ninth, and they can beat you. Is that you? It's my okay. family text just go <laughs> wild.
2: 8.17 in the morning. Yeah. Hardman giving us some uh, farmers al- farmers almanac information this morning, saying that winter will be colder than normal, but above normal snowfall expected. However, precipitation less than normal. So, yeah, but wide variance. We have we have AirPod users in the Orlando airport and in the grocery store this morning in the oh, stream. So cool. We're, we're we're.
3: I'd much rather be in the grocery store than the godforsaken Orlando airport. You don't think you want to be in there? like I either. know I don't. I, if I never see it again, I'm good.
2: Well, it's a, it's a Disney situation, so it's it's just on the way.
3: Um, just no, thank you. No thanks. Mm-mm. Been there, done that.
2: There's no airport though that's like, oh, I really, I, I want to hang out here all day. I want to, I want to be in the movie terminal. I just want to, want to live here for a, for 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 a bit.
3: No, unless there's like one that has a really good bar, and you're just chilling for a little while.
2: What makes a really good bar in an
3: airport? One that you can sit like at the bar, it's got some games on or whatnot, and it's just, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're in an airport. Okay. And good beer selection.
2: I would love for you to ask people in the, air, in the uh, grocery store if they know
3: Lane Kiffin. Feel free. Yes, absolutely. That would be funny. Ginger says I'm a hater. <laughs> I'm fine with Disney. I just, it's not, not my cup of tea. It's fine. If you told me you have to go to Disney World, okay. If you asked me, do you want to go to Disney World? No, not really. Is that fair? I think it's fair, yeah. My question also would be what time of year. Because if you said, do you want to go to Disney World in December? Sure. Do you want to go to Disney World in July? Hell no. Because of temperature? Yeah. yeah. Just walking and sweating and standing in long lines with other people who are sweating. Okay. No, I'm good. It's a lot of humanity. I mean, I've never been. Never been to Disney? Oh, how about that? Mm-mm. No.
2: Planned it once, I didn't mean,
3: go. Decent chance. I mean, Ole Miss would be on the short list of teams that could be going to the Citrus Bowl. Yeah.
2: I guess that's a good point. One of the reasons is Ole Miss has never played in Citrus or has not played in Citrus. Yeah. And I did not go down for the Camping World kickoff in 2016 against Florida State. I've covered
3: the Citrus Bowl three times, and I went to Disney one time out of those three. Don't
2: they, like, give passes and stuff? No, 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 no. they give you
3: some discounts, but no, ain't nothing given to you. Oh, really? Disney doesn't give Jack away. Hmm. Seems like maybe they gave us Universal Studios one day. I don't know. That was back when you worked all day. You could go at night. I I went... to Universal one late afternoon seems like, and s- stayed till close.
2: Okay, fair enough.
3: Darty says, "Let's aim higher than Citrus." I'm not. I'm not telling you to aim for it. I'm just telling you, it's, you'd be on the short list of teams. I'm not aiming for anywhere. It's you you guys can aim. Frankly, you can aim all you want. It won't matter. It really comes down to what the people who are practicing at this very moment aim for. <laughs> I mean, if we're just being real,
2: <laughs> um, you know, I, I guess I have to find the exact phrase here. I'm kind of all over the place, but that's what happens on Wednesdays. Um,
3: oh, Hardman has uh, Luke has a good question. If Ole Miss and Tennessee both go eleven and one, and neither one plays in the SEC title game, who goes to New Orleans? It would be the team that's highest ranked Dennis in the BCS. Christ college football playoff whatever college football playoff
2: i mean we could bring the, B, the the BCS back if we want sure i have a question um and i was going to mention this anyway but we're just like i said we're kind of everywhere so whatever this NFL owners meeting yesterday social media takes the quote that was given by a source and blows it up everywhere but i get very little additional information did you see this the Jer- the Jerry Jones Robert Kraft thing i did not okay so during an owners-only session of the annual Fall League meeting on Tuesday, Jones got into a heated exchange with New England's Patriots owner Robert Kraft over the subject of contract negotiations with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, per ESPN's Seth Wickersham. Quoting from Wickersham, the sources said Kraft joined the overwhelming majority in strong support for the measure of just letting them continue Goodell's and con- it didn't really matter at the moment. With Jones alone to center in the owner's only session, eventually telling Kraft, "Don't f with me." Kraft replied, "Excuse me." And then Jones says, "Don't mess with me. I need more info. Like I understand what it's about, but like if you're gonna give me that quote, let's go. Like now I'm in. Now I'm re- like now we're getting like a little bit of an episode of Succession or something. Like let's go. Let's let's fight. And if you told me, and to- why Kraft is my question because it was thirty-one to one. Why did Jerry pick Kraft
3: out?" I don't know. That's the question. Maybe Kraft always acts like he's the big guy at the table because they won some titles. Oh, you think so? I don't know. I mean, Jerry likes to tell everybody he's
2: got a big stick. I mean, so like it's it's it, not surprised that he had some some comments. So essentially, what Jones has been frustrated by is that look, Goodell is making all the owners a ton of money. He's done a good job for what their purposes are, regardless sure. of anything else. Sure, and frankly, navigated through some interesting stuff. So, Jones' point is that you guys keep giving him these contracts with just these automatic huge salaries and some bonus structures that are very vague. I'm cool paying him, but let's put in bonus structures that have very concrete terms to how he achieves those bonus structures. And he has no support on that at all. Everybody's like, ah, whatever. We're getting paid. Just pay the man. I don't care. I don't need whatever. But Jones has been on this kick for like five years. It is a constant problem for him that the NFL does not give Goodell more concrete ways that his bonuses are achieved.
3: Because that's probably the way he runs his businesses. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, you want you want more money? Cool. It means you make me more money and you'll make more money. Yes.
2: Yeah, thirty-one-one though passed with Jones the only lone
3: no vote, and it's going as it as it as it went. That said, the league owners want two things from the commissioner: mm-hmm. keep making us money and take the bullets. And you take every bullet. Yeah. When there's a problem, it's your fault. Yeah, that we're we're here. We're, we're Teflon. You yeah. take the bullets. We hide till the firing has stopped.
2: Yeah, uh coming from Yahoo here, Charles Robinson, another good reporter. He says the NFL has enjoyed immense financial success since Goodell took over as commissioner, but Jones believes Goodell is merely enjoying the fruits of labor from past commissioners and owners, such as Jones. The NFL certainly compensates Goodell like he's a major reason for success, according to the New York Times. Goodell was paid 128 million combined for 1920 and 2021 seasons. ESPN reports Jones believes the triggers for Garel's compensation bonus pool and a new contract will be too vague and not connected enough to the league's financial goals. He believes in corporate and good governance and wants accountability on the financial goals tied to Rogers' bonus, said a league source familiar. He is sensitive to awarding a big bonus to Roger before he even performs and earns it. The source added that in the past, Jones has thought Goodell's financial targets were, quote, too vague. What's, yeah, it, I, what's he making? Forty million a year? I mean, I think it's base forty something, but like we said, it's one twenty eight
3: total over the last two. Shoo! Living large in that basement. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one twenty eight total over the uh, over the two. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'm just curious why.
3: I wonder if Jones has someone else in mind for that spot.
2: Oh. So if we go ahead and get it moving and. Maybe. And Gidell has told people, basically, I'm doing one more smaller contract and I'm out. Is that right? Yeah, he basically, he told the owners at some point, I'll see through this and then you guys need to have a conversation. Figure it out. They're expecting to give him a two to three year extension.
3: Because you got to think at some point a guy like him goes, hey, I'm young, still fairly. I've got more money than God. I could go be a consultant if I needed to make a little more for whatever reason but I think I'm going to go chill and enjoy whatever it is that he enjoys.
2: What is fascinating is that was actually a sideshow compared to the bigger story coming out of the owners' meeting, which is uh, typically a a, a franchise that's not overly in the news. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay coming out and publicly uh, saying that there is merit to removing embattled Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder, and he believes the votes are there to do so. Oh.
3: So – now, what did Snyder do? Treated employees badly or Oh
2: yeah, he's I mean he's every day there's something new for him. Like it's it's been a pretty long road of calamity throughout Snyder's tenure. Um although Snyder came back out and was reported to have said that he had enough dirt against the NFL's power brokers that if they tried anything he would assure mutual destruction.
3: You're telling me <laughs> that multi billionaires have dirt? <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> come on. These people have come cut- At some
2: point, there's a couple of them in the room, like Ursa and Kraft, and John's going, "Hey, would he really do it?
3: What, what's what's Dan going to do if we you push know, him here? I know about that 14 year old girl.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. So apparently, Ursa is coming out and going, "Hey, bud, you're out." And Snyder goes, "Hey,
3: come at me, and we're all going down." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's like when everybody had the w- nuclear weapons pointed at each other. Yeah, sure. I'm fine. I'm you, you know what's coming, right?
2: Well, I mean, look, that is the thing here where it's, at the end of the day, do you believe in Does do you believe any of it happens? Because I mean, no, that's a very much a war principle. I mean, I remember that from international conflict in college because I was poli-sci major for a little while. Like, yeah, if everybody has nuclear weapons, then no one has nuclear weapons because it doesn't matter. Like, you you can't
3: It's actually one of the great myths of uh, the Cold War is that the Soviets didn't have as many weapons as the Soviets claimed to have. They were actually trying to get weapons into Cuba. They didn't have weapons in Cuba, and we had weapons in Turkey that were actually pointed at Moscow. We actually could have blown the Soviet Union off the map, and there's not much they could have done in retaliation. Their weapons were old, and uh, didn't have strike capability to get to the Western Hemisphere.
2: Well, There's your history lesson for Well, today? that's very relevant. What I love, though, is in the more modern era, when they go, yeah, sure, the U.S. has enough. The U.S. has greater power because they have the ability to blow the world up 68 times. China only has the ability to blow it up 17 times. And it's like, well, hold on a minute, though. Just need one. Like, yeah. At some point, it's bazooka to a knife fight here. It's all overkill, but... Yeah, that's basically what Ursay said was, hey, everybody knows my business. I'm clean. Dan, you're out,
3: bud. Like,
2: whatever. Feel free.
3: Oh, Ursay's saying everybody already knows my dirty laundry.
2: Yeah, he's basically going, hey, I'll lead this thing because I got nothing. Go ahead.
3: Huh. Yeah.
2: And I would assume that it's one of those deals where, you know, I mean, it leaks. But Snyder getting voted on, he's not in the room. So you just need, hey, everybody close your eyes and got 24. Okay.
3: Is that what it takes, 24? It takes
2: 24. Either more than 24 or 24 exactly. I don't know which
3: one. So you can make him sell?
2: Is that right? That is my interpretation of the Because you the just can't take
3: it from him. It is.
2: Well, no, you can't just, yeah, hey, sorry, you get $0 and move on with your day. But, yes, that's that's the way I
3: am interpreting that. All right. Yeah. What else you got NFL? Anything else?
2: I was looking it up. The Washington commander, commanders are worth around $5.6 billion.
3: <laughs> I could sell.
2: Like at some point, you're, not winning, you're 6, not winning a ring in the next three years. Like
3: 5. take 6 your money. Billion. And... Yeah. Take here. Take my team. I'm going to the beach. Five point six billion dollars. You would sell? <laughs> yes. They'd have to
2: convince you to keep it, wouldn't
3: they? Yeah. Wait, I can sell this for what?
2: As soon as it hit a certain number and it would be like, hey, I don't really need to own this team.
3: No. That's a headache. i got to go to meetings and stuff. I can go build a $500 million mansion on the beach. And not even notice it. (laughs) Whatever. Football? What football? I've told you what I would do. Disappear. I'd hire a personal chef. A personal trainer to try to live as long as possible. And yeah, I'd be I'd, I'd hang out on the beach all day. I'd read. It'd be I'd total peace. The commanders
2: were involved in that twelve-seven game that we talked about from Thursday night. Yes, over, the, yes. over the
3: Bears. Yes, I watched. Yeah, because I had the Bears. In your pickle? Yeah, in, in my thing. I had Bears plus a point. And for week a week long it? time, looked pretty good until they fumbled at the one and couldn't score. And... What kind of week did you have in Siski's thing? Uh, I went six and four. Okay. Six, four, and then lost my money line. I'm, so, I'm now ahead. Oh, are you ahead? Barely ahead.
2: Oh, so it's, kind of, you know, it's moving in a direction. Oh, we've been moving. There's not a rippy here where this thing, you go ahead and start counting the flyer No, the, I'm up point
3: eight seven units. Up. He talks, I pick. Go ahead, run the mouth, big boy. It's it's right there. He's like LeBron, just keeps Uh talking. Keeps talking, and it's always somebody else's fault. Okay. The school board business. You Probably didn't watch the uh, Lakers last night. I heard they were bad, but no, I have not. Um, They can't shoot. Well, that seems to be a problem in basketball. In in that league, if you – have a team full of guys that can't shoot you are not going to win yeah no i did not see that it's lebron it's anthony davis and then it's a bunch of guys that don't make sense you need shooters you've got to space the floor you've got to be able to make you've got to be able to shoot 40 percent from three you've got to be able to make those shots and they don't have it they don't they, they don't have the personnel to do it yeah, they
2: lost by fifteen or so to the Warriors last night. Celtics beat Sixers
3: last night in the other that was a good game. And the other opener there last night. I more. apologize for NFL, NBA oh, okay. Talk. I apologize. There's, <laughs> there's <laughs> less than a minute if you put a timer on it. I apologize.
2: A little more NFL coming up after the break. I'll tell you about Prom Shrimp, dot Six different flavors available shipped directly to your door, including the lemon crack pepper, which is their newest offering, the uh, signature seasoning, which is my favorite. They've got the spicy version with Louisiana shrimp bowl, the full meals in the bag with a garlic herb butter and the French quarter alfredo, or you can season it yourself with simply shrimp. They also have the two pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, just like we'll sit at the grocery store, except a higher quality shrimp from the new Orleans based brand. So that's PrimeShrimp.com and use code MPW for $20 off your first order.
3: You can use the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout at DeadSoxy.com. Get the best socks you'll ever put on your feet for 25% off. DeadSoxy.com. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All item, items at A-Stock Auctions start at just $1. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at A-Stock.bid. Download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Want it? Bid it? Win it. Uh, Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured here inside the U.S. under the highest standards based out of Iuka, Mississippi. If you take uh, diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medications, they typically cause side effects like muscle pain. Brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But uh, Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support. Put those vitamins back into your body, help with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant, taking your medications, helping you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Halcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkum, Mississippi. Custom builds your building to your specifications, however you want. Your carport, ATV, your storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Holcomb can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, Holcomb makes it happen. In-house financing is available, free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Holcomb as well. For more information, call 662-226-2233. Or uh, go to hawkombuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Buildings. Don't forget, two football games still left in Oxford this fall, Alabama, Mississippi State. If you want to um, have a tailgate that is uh, fully customizable, accommodate whatever your needs are from basic to turnkey tailgating, tailgating, get in touch with our friends at 7southtailgating.com and submit a request.
2: Right, this is brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662 236 2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and offer MedSync to feed prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have what you need when you need it with GM, also with Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. And they offer their MedPacks to individually package your medication for those who need that extra step. So take advantage of that for a loved one. Or yourself, if you need to know the day and the time to take each medication individually packaged individually packaged for you. So again, six six two two three six two 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 two. Somebody asking the stream about NFL versus EPL. NFL teams mostly mo- more valuable than uh, EPL teams from a value standpoint. Uh, man, you is the uh, most ex- most valued, most worth, whatever you want to put it. Uh, EPL team. And I see a news report saying that the Glazer family would sell for $3.7 billion if if something came to that. Um, Forbes has it a little higher, but if that's what he'll sell for, that's what it's worth. Um, The top five most valuable EPL teams, Man U, Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, and Arsenal in that order. Where's Tottenham? Uh, Tenth. Overall for all soccer teams, um, that is number six in the EPL. Okay, gotcha. FC Barcelona is the most valuable soccer team on earth. Yeah, I can see that. Real Madrid, number two. Bayern Munich, number three. And then, uh, I guess it's Paris Saint-Germain from France, number nine. Yep,
3: Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: um, There's one in Italy at 11. Germany at 12.
3: Yeah, anyway, anyway.
2: West Ham and uh Leicester City at eighteen and nineteen overall. You watching a lot of La Liga, Bundesliga? Uh, tons, yeah. I mean appointment TV, viewing, waking up,
3: getting the popcorn. Yeah. I watch a little EPL Saturday mornings sometimes. Not every week, but but frequently. I
2: saw somewhere yesterday on Twitter, we're all over the place, that um Peacock is the US or sorry, Peacock is the only place we were to get every World Cup game Match whatever over the course of the tournament, but they are doing all the broadcasts in Spanish. Fox Sports has the U.S. contract, and they have not developed a streaming service that will allow for all to be
3: streamed in English. Feels like a missed opportunity. It does.
2: Yeah, that's what I. I again, there could be more details, but that's what I I think Matthew Berry was talking about it on Twitter. Uh, he good. would
3: know. Yeah, but it feels like a. With mm-hmm.
2: said, Peacock will have every every matchup, but that it will be
3: in Spanish. Yeah, that's failure. Mm-hmm. Good for Peacock. I mean, they'll make yeah, a ton. Very good for Peacock
2: because even people that don't want to listen to the Spanish will just turn the volume off
3: and they'll watch. Sure. Anthony says he's been to a PSG game. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I, every everybody I talk to talks about going to high level games in Europe and just that it's an incredible sporting event. It's something I'd like to see.
2: Peacock was really bad for the
3: Olympics. That is correct.
2: We'll see what they have fixed or not fixed or anything else. Did you see uh,
3: Kyle Schwarber's home run last night?
2: I did. Mm-hmm. Phillies up 1-0 over the Padres. Yankees advance. They head to Houston tonight, actually. They get no days off. Yeah,
3: they flew last night after the game. Yeah. Um. Those two teams don't like each other, either Houston and, and the Yankees. There's, no. there's hatred.
2: I said there's a part of New York that's going to have to kind of calm down for this series. A college environment a little bit where the Yankees. They've got to chill.
3: The Yankees, they're still mad
2: about Trash Can Gate.
3: The Yankees feel like they're on fumes. Well, and they are. Um, the Phillies feel like a team of destiny. Zach Wheeler was amazing last night. Hugh Darvish was very good for San Diego. Harper hit the opposite field home run. Just reminding people that he is a superstar. And Schwarber hit a ball 120 miles an hour. Is that off what it was? Four hundred and eighty-eight feet. A hundred and twenty miles an hour with wood.
2: Is that the fastest, hardest, fastest, whatever? It was
3: the hardest hit ball of his career, and he once okay. hit one on top of the scoreboard at Wrigley. Where the ball literally landed on top of It's almost of the physically scoreboard.
2: impossible to hit one much harder. Like, what is the fastest exit
3: velocity in Major League Baseball? That's a great question. It can't be much more than that. I mean, I mean <clears throat> you can only throw the ball so hard. I, I, would, I would guess that you can only hit the ball so hard. Yeah, I mean the
2: fastest ex- exit velocity in major league baseball history or at least the statcast era is o'neil cruz 122.4 122.4 yeah ben says
3: 122 is the hardest he's heard yeah 122.4 that what that must look like One twenty-two point four. That ball, yesterday. this
2: year, the Pirates rookie, one twenty-two point four. It was a single and a fourteen-two loss to Atlanta. Wow! Hit it off Kyle Wright. So that ball was
3: at somebody. Holy cow!
2: Turned on a ninety-one mile an hour fastball and smashed it off the twenty-one foot high Clemente Wall in right field. But he hit it so hard okay. it was a single. Gotcha. So, it kicked right back to whoever was in right, and they threw it in. The record previously was 122.2 by Giancarlo Stanton in 2017. Now, the metric has only been tracked by MLB since 2015. Gotcha.
3: So, we only have seven years of data. But the odds are that's the hardest anybody's ever hit a ball. Yeah. I mean, I'll... I mean that one that he hit yesterday went 488 feet and did it in about a second and a half. It was I like mean, a it was like a missile.
2: I mean, you're right. It has to look. I don't even know. I mean,
3: I. I'd be curious what it sounded like. Could you hear the ball? It'd be that. I'm guessing. I mean, right? I, I think. Because usually the majestic long home runs are the big arcing, and it just keeps going. You're like, holy cow, is that thing going to stop? That was a missile.
2: I contend. I've said it on the podcast a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand more before we ever finish. Home run derby, give them drop five aluminum, get everybody out of the way, and just see (sighs) what happens. I want to see how far a ball can be hit.
3: But you literally have to
2: get everyone out of the stands. You'd have to at least take them out of a certain number of rows in the outfield. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I I, I would fear for people. Even at 450 feet away. That ball yesterday was moving. Yeah. You let him do that with aluminum?
2: Because I don't know the math on it, but it would be much harder, much faster. I mean,
3: I just know it'd be too dangerous. I would love to see it. Where if you said, "Hey, look here's empty
2: one. stadium, one dude behind a
3: net." Yeah, we're just gonna watch, and hit, that'd be fun. Hit them, see see what happens. See what happens. My guess is they break chairs and stuff.
2: Yeah, because the college kids did that for the home run derby in Omaha just to make sure they could get it out of there. And I mean, they're hitting balls for stuff. So if they're doing that, what's yeah, what's Aaron Judge doing if you just start?
3: Jeff says, "How hard was the pitch that was thrown? It was a U Darvish curveball or changeup that he was wait, he was he was dialed in on it. So my guess is it was somewhere in the mid to upper 80s. Okay.
2: Yeah, there's not a huge correlation between that. Mm.
3: It's bat less speed.
2: than we would have believed ten, fifteen, it's twenty years ago. Bat
3: speed, strength. He is Schwarber is so strong in his upper body. Cubs didn't feel like he could play in the majors.
2: Something new every day for your Cubs, isn't it? Like, there's something that kind of gets you every day. They
3: let him go. They cut him. They non-tendered him. Think about that for a minute. Just non-tendered him. I mean, they traded Darvish. They got stuff for him. Just non-tendered him. Had lost money because of, you know.
2: We didn't really talk about the NFL on... On Monday, but um, some upsets in that early window that were pretty interesting. The Steelers knock off the Buccaneers, um, on on Sunday. Yeah, Pickett played well. Played well. Mhm. You uh had the Falcons kind of dominate the Forty ers on on Sunday. It's an interesting game. The Falcons—they don't suck. No, they don't. They're three and three and have to be kicking themselves because they just handed the Saints a win on opening day. Just completely gave, him, gave it away. The Jets knock off the Packers, and the
3: Jets are 4-2. The Jets. The Jets are good. They actually are a good football team if you watch them play. Um, the two New York teams are a combined 9-3 and three right now. No one, I mean, if you had that on your bingo card, congrats.
2: <laughs> Could have made some money in Vegas
3: on that one, couldn't you? Have you watched the Giants? What do you think? Because I keep wanting, uh, Je- Jeffrey and I had this conversation Sunday a little bit because I, I sent him a text one congratulations, and he goes, I keep thinking they're bad and that they just keep winning. Dayball has done a great job with, hey, this is who we are, and this is how we're going to do it. Now, beat us if you can, and a lot of you will, but we're not going to let you do it. We're not going to make it easy on you. And they've actually turned Jones into a serviceable quarterback. And they're really relying on Barkley. And if you were doing – he wouldn't win it because we're so quarterback deal. But if you were doing an honest assessment of value to your team, Saquon Barkley would be in the conversation for MVP.
2: Where would he have to – how many games do the Giants have to win the regular season to put him in the true
3: MVP race?
2: 12, 12 12-5? Probably
3: more than that because they'd have to win the East – And to do that, Philly is. You got to run over that. You got to start, yeah, and Philly's unbeaten.
2: Look, I'm being hard-headed. Their ceiling still feels low, even though they're winning in football games. Sure. I just don't trust it. It, no, sure, it it's more is. than
3: fair. I mean, and but you wonder how much of that. This is the conversation that that people are starting to have. How much of that is based on preseason expectations? No, most, and how much of that is based on what you see?
2: But it's also based off. I've seen it for two years. Sure, like it's mostly the same team,
3: just different coaching. It is. I mean, we're covering, and they don't
2: need Daniel Jones to be Drew Brees.
3: We're covering a team that was not winning. Yeah, that's fair. They weren't terrible, but they weren't winning. And now they're winning all the time.
2: I mean, quick aside on that, we always talk about just, you know, picking it off on this arbitrary place about records or whatever, but almost 21 and 6 since Lane kind of chastised the fans for the standing ovation against Alabama when he said the goal was not to play close football. Almost 21 and 6 since that day. Yeah. Um, The Giants' problem is the Eagles. Because when you're looking at the overall season, I mean, what's your best bet? The five seed? And then you, I mean, yeah. Eh. I don't know. I mean, they've won it twice as wild cards. I understand that. I mean, I
3: I was going to say, I've, I've watched, seen it. I've watched teams make the tournament and win. Every tournament? Yeah. Yeah. Make the tournament. I mean, we're getting there with college football. This would be the season, right? If this were a 12 team tournament. Mm. If I said this is a 12-team tournament, what teams in the 12-team tournament would you look at and go, ah, I can't beat them?
2: No, you would have a hard time seeing the 9 through 12 win the tournament, but you could absolutely see them cause some damn chaos for a week Sure, but and I, screw up the bracket.
3: But if I told you 4 through 8, one of those won the tournament, would you be shocked? No. Somebody got red hot, and here you go. I mean, I've watched Georgia look mortal. I've watched Alabama lose and almost lose two other times. Two other
2: times. To, be, to mediocre I teams. don't
3: know what Ohio State is because the Big Ten's not very good this year because a handful of teams in the Big Ten that typically are good are not. Correct. Iowa's not good. Michigan State's not good. Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's not, not good. good. Penn State's okay. They're fine. Mm-hmm. We thought Minnesota might be good. They're not. No. Illinois better than it normally is. There's, there's stuff, but it's not a great league. We don't know what Ohio State is. And so you get into the rest of it. Tennessee, great. No, their defense is terrible. Is Ole Miss great? I don't know. that. I'm not prepared to say that yet. Are you? No. no, no. Um, TCU, are they great? Good. Great? No. USC? No. Could win. Could lose. This would be a really fun year for a 12-team tournament. Be a blast. You'd make Ohio State and Georgia the favorites, but you wouldn't, there wouldn't be prohibitive favorites. It'd be fun. I mean, I'll just pull up the AP poll and see what we'd have because I'm curious now.
2: I haven't seen any major injuries, but I did see uh, yesterday on Twitter a man in Florence, Alabama, was arrested for firing a shotgun at his neighbor's home after getting into an argument about t- Tennessee and Alabama on Saturday
3: night. Well, it was an interference. And so – Is I mean,
2: that what we're – Are we fighting about that? Or I saw Touchdown, Alabama, which, by the way, is a great message board in place if you should go over and hang out. That's been one for decades. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Touchdown, Alabama was awesome. Well, it's, it's – to Godfrey's credit, I think he was the one that said it. Is most of you young Twitter tykes have not seen Alabama be bad yet, and when they are, like they can do crazy as good as anybody. Like don't 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 misjudge Alabama fans' ability to get stupid on oh, you. Okay,
3: like, dude,
2: <laughs>
3: certified psychopathic.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's like they can do crazy better than Auburn, okay? Like, just let them lose and see how it goes. So
3: here's what we'd have, and and look, I know this is not how it would work because you'd have conference champions and just.
2: But real quick, my point was the the touchdown Alabama Twitter account was telling everybody the the head um, the referee in the Tennessee Alabama game was celebrating a Tennessee touchdown. because he did, and he yeah he puts his hands up and does this for a second, like you get like this little bit of a brief like fist pump and like shake. And they had slowed it down to where it's like, see, he's...
3: Yeah, stop. (laughs) Sanity. All right, so here's what you'd have. And this is, again, I know this is not exactly how it would go because you'd have conference champions, you'd have a group of five in there maybe, whatever. But let's just do this one through 12, okay? Yeah, sure. Here's what you'd have. Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Michigan would get buys.
2: Sure. okay.
3: SC would go to Clemson. You watching?
2: Yeah, we'll yeah, sure.
3: You watching that game? Oh, well, yeah, of course. Oklahoma State goes to Alabama. Mike Gundy gets a shot in Tuscaloosa. You watching? You're watching. Oregon would go to Ole Miss. Think that'd be a big game in Oxford? Nationally, the two kind of,
2: they, they mirror each mm-hmm. other a little bit. Kind UCLA
3: of would go to TCU. Okay. Okay, so let's do chalk. Okay. Quarterfinals, chalk. TCU wins. They play at. Uh, they play Georgia.
2: Not. not, not like I'm Canada. not overly interested in that game, but, but sure. whatever.
3: Ole Miss gets a shot at Ohio State. Then the country's in on that one.
2: Lane Kiffin in Ohio
3: State. Yeah. Get the Alabama-Tennessee rematch. Everybody's Sign in. me up. Everybody's in. Comes in michigan I'm watching. Sure. Clemson, Michigan. I'm watching. What, 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 well, this what, is, else the hell this is watching? your
2: good point. Is Clemson, Michigan, which is two big brands, uh-huh. that's the number three game on the weekend. Yeah, but I'm watching. Almost Ohio State is more interesting, and Alabama, Tennessee is more interesting. Yeah, but you're watching
3: Michigan, yeah, sure. Clemson in a national quarterfinal game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. of course. No, we, we we we've been. I mean, you're, we've you're been not, wronged by this already not being a thing. You're not spitting on that game. No. Hey, 3.30, it's Michigan-Clemson out in the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Frankly, those are more interesting than some of the semifinal
2: games because you start getting to these rematch things that I'm not as interested in. Because
3: this year it would be Michigan-Georgia-Tennessee-Ohio State. yeah, Whatever. But that quarterfinal Saturday? (laughs) Sign me the F up, man. I mean, you watching that? The only dog is TCU Georgia? and most years it wouldn't be a TCU. It would be a Better a different team.
2: People have had plenty of thoughts on him this week. You're talking to Muscona for tomorrow's show. I don't know if you talked to him or not yet. but talk to him at noon today. I, I thought he had a, a funny, interesting radio take yesterday. Of he was talking about basically apologies to Tennessee fans because even though they won the game, they're the one that screwed this season because you either lose to Georgia and then you run the risk of needing tons of help to get into the playoffs some four seed or something, or you end up running it, getting to Atlanta, and then – you're going to lose to Alabama when Nick has another month to prepare. So like get ready. It's you're you're losing the rematch to Alabama. So nice season, nice win, but probably right. Move on up with your day. Probably right. But th-
3: listen, so far this does not look this like this is not the Alabama machine that not not yet. Now maybe it turns into it. They've done this before, but And Bryce th- can just win games. But t- to date, this has not looked like that team. No.
2: Well they're undisciplined. I mean all, all, all jokes aside about penalties and crap. Alabama committed seventeen penalties?
3: hmm
2: I mean that doesn't happen.
3: Uh they didn't get to hooker at all. No.
2: And their offensive line's not great.
3: No, they don't have the elite receiver. They've always had at least one elite wide receiver. Julio Jones, Amani Cooper. Yeah, dude. Jay uh, Waddle. Smith won the highest. Well, all those dudes. They've had all those They're dudes. Even Mitchie. They don't have those dudes now. Yeah. Their best receiver is Jermaine Burton, who couldn't get on the field at Georgia. Yeah.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
2: And look, while he's really, 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 really good, Gibbs isn't the Derrick Henry running back, where they've just mauled
3: you with it. No, he's good. He's got a chance to be. Yeah, I'm curious to see whether they go. Hey,
2: it's your it's your let's, ball. Let's
3: let's start eating some clock and run the ball, and let's do our. Let's things. go back to 2012 Bama a little bit and do do it that way. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean Mark's right. The biggest shock in that game was Will Anderson was a no show. Yeah. And so was the, the kid on the other side, Dallas Turner.
2: Well also to me that's what it shows is that they, they allow Tennessee to scheme around Anderson and nobody else could pick up the slack with the better matchup. You know what I mean? I mean I'm I'm not I'm not even necessarily criticizing Anderson completely for it. It's just they were able to go the other direction and Alabama didn't have that other dude to make it where you couldn't do that. No, you can just run it that way. It is yeah. what it is.
3: I mean, so But you said it right. We've been cheated out of what we deserve. Sure. And now that everybody's getting paid. And we're admitting it out loud. The quiet part's being admitted out loud. Let's do it. Let's kick this thing off next year. Let's go to 12. Yeah. Ding, ding. Sign everybody up. Yeah. Hell, I'm for going to 16. If you went to 16, people go, "What, what would that look like? The only difference would be if you went to 16... There's no buys. No buys, and the top four teams would play. That's harder to get done. Wake, Syracuse, Utah, Penn State. 12 is the right number. You're probably right. 12 is the right number. 16 is, the, is
2: hard to get done, and the buys matter.
3: Yep, that's, buys matter.
2: Yeah, 12, 12 is the number. I but, think it's I think it's hurt the NFL that two, the two seeds don't get buys. Yeah. I think that's been a negative.
3: You're right, because the 12, what it gives you is two weeks – of four games. Yes. 12 Twelve's right. And the first week would be pretty good, and the second week would be awesome. Yeah. And then and after that, it's whatever. And then you're playing. You're watching the semifinals, and yeah, you're sure. watching the championship. We love brackets. We love brackets. Yeah. So, no, it's, 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 it's easy. No brainer. But, I mean, I'm watching Oklahoma State at Alabama. I'm curious. Oh, sure. I'm turning it on. And I'm really locked in in the mid-third if it's close locked in you're stopping
2: everything yeah no, no i'll get to that later i'm here yeah
3: i mean oregon Ole miss goes to the end of the third quarter 31 to 30 mm-hmm. the whole country's going holy shit what's going to happen yeah no and, and and here people go well neither one of those teams is going to win I a championship care. so don't care i don't care it's january the first <laughs> yes i'd like another beer keep going <laughs> yeah. Hey, the l- winner of this game is getting smoked by Ohio State next no, week. Care. Okay.
2: Yeah, we'll deal with that next week. That, and that, then that, what that,
3: happens, that. what will happen is that will be the assumption and the winner of that game won't get smoked yeah. by Ohio State, that game in the fourth.
2: And then one or two times of that, and now, now we're locked in every year and meet all the way right. through. Go, the no, th- no, no, remember Ole Miss in 22? Uh-uh. This yeah. Is, yeah. In the
3: fourth quarter, Ole Miss is down 24 to 21 with the ball against Ohio State, and people are going, wow.
0: Yeah.
3: And even if Ohio State holds on to win, you're like, "Oh man, this playoff thing. Sign yeah. me up. That's that's where this is going." Yeah. The money that will be made on a playoff? Whatever it wants. People to be. will look back on this and go, "What the hell were we thinking?" And it's a valid question. Yeah.
2: Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Again, go to their website to uh sign up for their Halloween cheese class. That's Thursday, October 27th, 6 to 7.30. It's there on White Oak Lane at their shop. Learn how to create a spooky charcuterie board to take home, plus other tips and tricks, snacks, and desserts. They make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day. You can get your tailgate packages reserved online. You can buy many of their different condiments and items, as well as your charcuterie boards and more. Again, that's Johnson Hill Creamery, 662-419-9201. But more importantly,
3: JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before or while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking. Recover while you sleep. All-natural ingredients keep you in the game. Ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS, owned by my friend Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. We are also brought to you by Laman's Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for 75 years from engagement rings Wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, you name it. They've got it. It's laminsfinejewelry.com, 662-234-2777. No mind on my money this week. Martin uh, stopped by here yesterday, but he's on his way to the Dominican as we speak. But you can still get in touch with the people at Pinnacle. It's mypenwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John is uh, part of Virtuoso, a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits simply not available to other travelers. It's nine zero one four nine four thirty three eighty seven, or send him an email j edwards at regencytravel dot net. Also brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Wraps, kebabs, redfish, euros, lamb chops cocktails, frozen libations, candlelit patio, and more, 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. And uh, I've got a mailbag up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can get in touch with her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844.
2: Podcast is also brought to you by Style Assembly. Look at it just off the square in Oxford at Women's Boutique. It's stakes the Blind Pig right there. They know how to help you ladies or the ladies in your life and your fall needs no matter the budget, size, or occasion. Style Assembly is here to assemble your style. They pride themselves on customer service and effortlessly dressing to celebrate the Rebs or just the uh, season changing into the fall. They're offering a big incentive to Rebel Grove subscribers, listeners, podcast listeners, and more. From now until uh, the end of November... Enter to win a $250 gift certificate at Style Assembly. You have to do is enter the chance to win is go into the store, tell one of the sales associates, or ask for Kate, the owner. Say, hey, I came in to check out Style Assembly and what they have to offer. There's no purchase necessary. They just want to get to know you and hope they can help you in the future with your styling or gifting new needs. Man, can go ahead and get the gift cards for Christmas, take care of things ahead of time, and be done for the year. Also, don't be intimidated to come in and get a gift card. With a huge selection of gooder sunglasses, a lot of different options there as well. So again, that's style assembly, shop styleassembly.com. Uh, let's see. You get me media picks for basketball for this season. Kentucky is picked to win. I know we're all shocked. You think you think the SEC just keeps like the template in and just has Kentucky picked to win the SEC like it is the headline and they don't have to change it? Probably, I think it's just that's just the way it's save saved in that, their system.
3: Save a few keystrokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's actually going to be a that's really the, fun league. The top six, especially. Yeah, there's six teams that are going to be a lot of fun. I'm kind of proud of myself. The order that I put down for, on my ballot, and I was one of the voters, is exactly what came out. Top nine, all, actually the ten. I, I got all top ten right. Really. I actually put some research into it. I tried to take my vote seriously because I know people are waiting to criticize a fan site vote. Did
2: you vote for Oscar to Sheboy to win the, to, to be the SEC player of the year? Well, I mean, I, I voted for Robert Allen,
3: but they told me I couldn't because he wasn't eligible, so I, I then voted for Sheboy. Yeah.
2: Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama, a and L, top six. Florida, LSU Ole Miss, 789, State 10, Missouri 11, Vanderbilt 12, Georgia 13, and South Carolina
3: 14. The uh, first team all SEC is uh, Oscar Shiboy at Kentucky, his teammate Severe Wheeler at Kentucky, Santiago Vescovi at uh, Tennessee, Nick Smith Jr., the uh, freshman from Arkansas, and Colin Castleton, who's back for his fifth year at Florida. It's the first team. I voted for four of those. I did not vote for Wheeler because I voted for jo- Josiah Jordan James with Tennessee, who made the second team, along with uh, Brandon Miller and Javon Quinterly from Alabama, K.J. Williams from LSU, and Zakai Ziegler from Tennessee.
2: That's an interesting thing that Arkansas picked second, but then one player only on the two teams. And then Auburn pick fourth, nobody.
3: Then Alabama gets
2: two on the second team, pick fifth. Um, yeah. A bit interesting there.
3: Had I voted for a second team, I would have voted for another, at least one other Arkansas player. They've got three guys that could be in the lottery. And then the
2: changing of the guards and the way that college basketball has shifted a little bit. You look at this thing this year, and of the 10, freshman with Nick Smith, freshman with Brandon Miller. But outside of that, fifth year, senior, 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 fifth, senior, sophomore. Yeah. A lot of experience and age in that.
3: Tennessee is going to be this veteran team that is going to be really fun to watch go against some of the young guns. Alabama's a young team. Super talented, young team. Arkansas, super talented, young team. Kentucky's got a mix of really good young Kentucky players. has
2: like one of its better mixes in recent history. Yeah. This is, look... But,
3: Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama, Texas A&M, those are all really good teams. Florida could be good. LSU could surprise. It's got to, everything's got to go well and they got to get off to a, a a respectable start, but Ole Miss could finish well the way the schedule sets up. And you know, how many bad teams are there? I don't know, we'll see. A few. You have to beat them when you play them.
2: Started with Missouri. Missouri, Vanderbilt, Georgia, South Carolina.
3: Yeah, Missouri, Vanderbilt. And beat State at home. You have to beat Missouri, Vanderbilt. You have to beat State at home, and they usually do. You have to beat South Carolina when you play them. And frankly, LSU, Florida, when those teams play, if you're Ole Miss, you have to win those games to have a real shot. Because the odds of you beating Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn are not good. Uh, no, uh, Alan, Anthony Black did not make the second team. Had I – we just voted – you voted for five. That's all you did. Had I voted for ten, I would have voted for Black. And maybe even Walsh. Oh
2: Miss opening – League play. Their, three first, their first three games, Tennessee at home, at Alabama, at, in
3: Starkville. Ugh. That's what's hard. Um, You could start 0-3. And, and then
2: you play Auburn at home. and a game that it feels like you weird. almost have to have it. Because you know, in that
3: scenario, you would. And
2: then you play Georgia just win that game. Yeah. You've got to get healthy and probably have to st- – I don't know if it's to call it still or what. It's a home game. For them to legitimately get into the conversation – They've got to go on this run over this, like, three-week period where you beat Auburn at home, you beat Georgia at home, you go to Columbia, South Carolina, and win. Mm-hmm. You lose in Fayetteville, but then you go, you beat Missouri at home. Mm-hmm. And you get four out of five right there. And then, and then that sets you up where – Because that's after 10, you're roughly f- four and six, five and five. And, and then you, and you then shoot you your up- shot on January 31st against Kentucky at home. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. Because even after that, you get a little run. Like, this schedule isn't bad. No, this it, is actually a good schedule. It's front-loaded. Because after Kentucky,
3: schedule. you're in Nashville and Athens and then play Carolina at home. So you get three in a row. So let's say you even – let's run through it again. Let's, let's. I'm trying to find a path for this to happen. And I'm going to do it realistically. Beat, win your non-cons. Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of it's about the league.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Beat Stanford so you get in the good draw right. in wherever the hell that's at. Orlando. <laughs> Um, you get a game at Memphis. Um, UCF at home, win it. All right, league
3: play. Tennessee at home. Let's be realistic and go zero and one. At Alabama on the road. Zero and two. State on the road. We're going to split the state series like it always does. Zero and three. Auburn at home. Right, let's give them a win. You here.
2: have to win it if we're so going to have this conversation. So let's
3: do this here. Let's give them a win. there. one and three.
2: Georgia at home. Two and three. At Carolina.
3: Three and three. Arkansas on the
2: road. Three and four. Missouri at home. Four and four. Kentucky at home. Four and five. Vanderbilt on the road. Five and five. Georgia on the road.
3: Six and five.
2: Carolina at home.
3: Seven and five. At Florida. See, this is where you get interesting. You got to steal one of these. You're seven and five here at this point. If you're really going. If it's going to happen, let's do it. Let's give them eight and five. You're on a roll now. State at home. Nine and five. Auburn on the road. Nine and six. LSU at home, ten and six. A&M. Now you're all over the bubble right now. I mean, you were just people are talking about you. You are, you are, you are at this. And you were
2: playing a Tuesday night game at eight o'clock. Okay, at home against Texas A&M. You'd have to win to it. to try to get to eleven. And and now you're boy
3: cooking with gas. Who do they finish with? In Como. You get there. Elect. Now, that's
2: winning a ton of road games. God dang, yeah, yeah, that's winning like five road games. But if people say, give me a path, that's it. And it was nothing too stupid. No. We didn't send you to Auburn Arena with a win. The stupidest
3: I mean, thing I did was I gave them a win over Auburn at home, and they typically play Auburn well in Oxford. And I get, like, Eric's doing it in the thread, and that's fine. Eric, you can do what you want. I get it. But if you're Ole Miss, if you're in the meetings, men's basketball can't just, if it sucks, you can't just go, oh, it sucks. That's fine. That's just what happens here. That's not acceptable.
2: No, it's too big of a deal. It's too big of a deal. There's too much money. There's too much possibility, and frankly, they're losing too much money on it. I mean, I ran the numbers a few months ago, and, I mean, I actually need to probably do a story on it. It's, It's bad. It, the sport is not making money
3: the way it should. It has to be more relevant. From an energy standpoint, it has to be more relevant. It's easy to sit here in the middle of football season with the top seven team and go, ah, it's basketball. It doesn't matter. Just won a baseball championship. Baseball will be here around the corner. Yeah, yeah you know, you, you, kids are coming to your campus in February. And they need to have something they can go do to see – spirit and such I I firmly believe this Chase and people go well baseball yeah but if you're not from here and it's 41 degrees do you really want to go sit out at a baseball game against Murray State no you want you want to go to the arena and see Ole Miss play Texas A&M and watch the student section go crazy for two hours Or you tell your son or daughter this would be a fun place wouldn't it That's what you want. I mean, I hate to even do this, but it's a very similar program because they both have exceptional baseball programs. Yeah. Let's do Arkansas for a minute. You go in the northwest Arkansas in late February. Do you want to go to a basketball game or do you want to go freeze? Hey, Arkansas is playing. Southeast Louisiana. Southeast Louisiana today at two o'clock. Tickets are available. It's thirty-six degrees. Hey, and also the basketball team's playing Tennessee. That's inside. I mean, good luck getting tickets, but if yeah. you can get them, you'll walk out of there going, this is a fun place. Because it's fun. Their basketball games are fun. All basketball games are fun. Basketball in games, games are fun. You, got, it, you, you cannot sign off on, oh, well, we're just going to suck at that. It's the only sport I go to as a
2: spectator. And it's because I have nothing else to do. Sure, why not? You can just sign play. off on
3: women's basketball. No you know, one cares. It no doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Frankly, softball gets more attention.
2: Yeah, I think if you had to pick one or the other to be nationally elite in, you would choose softball.
3: I think. Because men's basketball dominates. Women's basketball more than baseball dominant softball.
2: Softball has better TV ratings now, not revenue, but straight just TV national ratings because of how fast the game moves.
3: And I'm not saying baseball shouldn't matter; it obviously does. Here, it's great. That's that's but but frankly, but that's a
2: positive for you, not an excuse to not do the other. Frankly, it's a
3: bonus. Yeah, it's a bonus that you start counting into your budget.
2: Yeah, the fact that the baseball, whatever the the program made four and a half million dollars or whatever in tickets and stuff like that's just a positive.
3: I mean. Yeah. Oh miss people that and people are doing well, we don't have any history in it. Well then create some. I mean you you, you cannot just sign off. I'm I'm I am i am i will die on this hill. Well, because you don't you have to be can't just me. sign off on it. This doesn't mean go win a title. No. Be good. Be good enough to be in the tournament conversation most years. Tournament conversation yeah. be most years. Be bubble so that your students are coming to your games and it's a fun place and it's an environment that's fun for people to come to. It can't be like what it was last year. It was a funeral in there. I found the chart and this is
2: for just right. Hold on. I think I'm right here. Hold on. Yeah. Cause 2022 would not be in any COVID restriction stuff from a straight tickets, contributions and concessions. Men's basketball did 3.5 million dollars. Baseball did 5.7 million. That should not be the case. That's too low. It
3: can't be the case. No. You, I'm guessing that you sit in the. And room. I'm
2: sorry. Even a year where nothing was affected at all, men's basketball did 4.2. So even on a year where everything was completely normal, mm-hmm. 4.2 to baseball is 5.7.
3: Well, you've got to have. It's got to be more fun than that. It's got to be more exciting than that. Yeah. And frankly, when there's just nobody there, it's hard to create the excitement. It's hard to make it happen. But I've been in that building when it was crazy and it was fun. That year, Tennessee came to town and Kentucky came to town. Ole Miss, the year they made the tournament, those were Terrence Davis and Terrence Davis dunked on that kid from Tennessee, and that place was electric.
2: Got wild there at the end when Tennessee won the close game, yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. you've got to have those kinds of games. That was a team that put what, an eight seed. you got to have those kinds of games. It just has to happen.
2: Podcast brought to you in part by <laughs> Northeast <laughs> Spark. <laughs> N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's Nespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, portal controls, network security, and more. So call the office again for the best internet in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159.
3: Avery's right, by the way. That woman knocks in that putt full court knocks it in, and before she even has a moment to kind of absorb that she did it, the lizard the, can the can. lizard is just crushing her. It's a wonder she didn't break her hip because of the lizard. It was funny. That could be the day you could have
2: run the lizard off. Right there. you seen the lizard? I have not seen the lizard. Have seen you it. seen the lizard? I haven't seen the lizard. I haven't looked for the lizard.
3: I've started looking for it.
2: You can't find him? Mm-mm.
3: Good move. I've asked around a little bit. It's a good move. Gotten some real vague answers.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty,
3: pretty sure he's not there.
2: When's the last time we saw him?
3: Well, I've gone to every home football game this year and I hadn't seen him. I don't
2: recall seeing him at baseball. Did
3: you see him in Omaha? He was not in Omaha. Wasn't? No. Not that I'm aware of, it, at least. Any other mascots in Omaha? Did? Oklahoma take it sooner? Did Arkansas take the hog? One of the hogs? I don't not that I'm aware of. Okay. But I don't I mean, I don't remember. No.
2: Can you take mascots like that in a neutral site?
3: Here's all you gotta know about the mascot. Yeah, sure. Here's all you gotta know about the mascot. Baseball baseball teams use mascots, right? For like on uniforms and stuff. They do. Right? Florida puts a gator on a mascot. They got one with the little alligator on the I've seen it, right? The little alligator on the thing. Ole
2: Miss uses the shark fin logo. Do they? It's on their pads. Isn't it? Isn't it on the thigh pads where it kind like, of oh, like I'm like talking about baseball for a minute. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant
3: football. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've got Florida's got the thing.
2: Alabama, I think, has one with an elephant on one with side. the
3: elephant. Arkansas has the hog all over the place. But they do. There's
2: no lizard. I've never seen the
3: lizard on no. uniform. Yeah, Ole Miss has the shark fin on the thigh pad. Yeah, that you can see through. Yeah.
2: Those logos are good. That's the best part of the whole Land Shark it's movement. The, the, the worst part of those it. those logos that, are good.
3: To truly abandon it, you got to get rid of those logos and stuff. Yeah,
2: and those logos are good. It does feel like just a mascotless situation now. You just call it
3: a day for a little while. Just. You don't think they've stumbled onto something? I mean, I know it's not that particular dog. He's going to take his dog, even if he ends up the
2: coach of the Vikings in nine years.
3: Well, I mean, even if he doesn't, even if he stays here for twelve, thirteen, fourteen years, I've had labs. I know how long they live. But you couldn't have. Neil was killing Juice on the show this morning. Hey, Juice, I'm, I, I love you, buddy. <laughs> I do. He's a good boy. I like Juice. I've met Juice. I like him. I'm. He he and I had a nice encounter. Okay. I like Juice. Now, I'm not. I wish juice the longest and happiest of lives, but, but I, at some point, I mean, it, there's a there's a cap to that. Yeah, but don't you think they've stumbled onto something? Have a laugh. Why not? Have Wild Rose supply a layout. Why not? No. Seriously, why 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 not? It's on brand. It's on brand. I mean, look, look. If, can we be real for a minute? You put a vineyard vines. Uh, Collar on him and you know, you've nailed the brand. You, you've crushed the brand. You're like on point. Where someone goes, oh yeah, that's Ole Miss. You fit. But that doesn't mean turning it into a mascot
2: as far as like a stuffy lab or something, are you? Why not? Are you? That's what I'm asking. Are you talking about just a dog? Or are you talking about literally an own field? Oh, I'm talking about the whole thing. Because like A&M doesn't have a stuff revolution. Yeah, but
3: they're, they? that's a cult. Okay. Tennessee has a stuffed hound. Yeah. What's his name? Smokey.
2: The hound is smoky, not just the...
3: I think so. Okay. Are they both smoky? I think so. Okay. But if not, he's a stuffed hound walking around, and little kids who show up for the Tennessee game look at him and think he's great. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could do both. Hell, Arkansas brings a hog in there called Tusk or something, and then they have all the big stuffed ones. You could have stuffed yellow labs at the bookstore with Ole Miss T-shirts on them. Oh, sure. People would
2: you buy think those. think little
3: Carly Ann would have wanted one of those a couple years ago? Sleep with it every night. Probably so. Yeah. Oh,
2: there's no doubt. She had a she had a stretch there where she was just carrying around a black lab
3: stuffed animal anyway for a little while. I mean, I just kind of think I kind of think they've stumbled on something. I'm totally serious here. I'm not even being ridiculous. I know I sometimes troll people about mascots. I just think they've stumbled on something and you ought to go in. And, and Blake go says just see if it.
2: Juice is going to be bred and then you just take one of the puppies and that one
3: stays even when Lane leaves. Sure. Whatever. Juice 2 or whatever. I mean Who's going to go run the DNA test on the dog? It's a yellow lab. I mean, Juice is a beautiful yellow lab, but there's a bunch of beautiful yellow labs. Beautiful, yellow labs are both for the most – there's a lot of pretty yellow labs. Agreed? I mean, you just name him – yeah, Gumbo
2: from the Saints is a great mascot. He's great.
3: He's fantastic. It's great. Name the dog Rebel and have Rebel 1, Rebel 2, Rebel 3, or name him whatever. Whatever you want to name him. Name him Faulkner. Name him something. I don't care. Just don't make it complicated. Georgia names its dog Ugga, <laughs> and they just one, two, three, four. 2, 3, con- It's not complicated. You, you can make it complicated, or you can go, you know what, we're on brand here. Let's just do it. Solve problem solved. Check that off the list. And when someone goes, "Well, what about the shark?" It was stupid. We apologize,
2: but we kind of like the logo, so we're going to keep it. Cool, all yeah, right, cool.
3: We kind of like the little logo thing, we we make a little money off of it, so we're going to keep doing it. But it was stupid. You're right. We apologize. What about the bear? I don't know. We were trying something. You like juice? Yeah. Okay. So we found y- y'all seem to like him, so we're going to keep going with that. Yeah. And just have the dogs. <laughs> Let's move into the after Lane Kiffin era the dog just shows up on game day. Doesn't have to live in the building. Just shows up on game day with his little vineyard vines, Columbia blue leash. Walks around. Little kids pet him.
2: Because you don't have to worry about the lab ever getting aggressive.
1: No.
3: He's fine. He's, he's fine.
2: Keep a biscuit in your pocket. I mean, literally, the good. worst
3: thing that could happen is he's going to go to the bathroom on the field. That's That's it.
2: And we saw that with a pony on Saturday. Well, I covered
3: Houston Nuts' team in 2011. I watched that for a year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that team pooped on the field all year long.
2: The bear would have been fine had it been embraced. I. Yeah, the bear was fine. We wouldn't even be talking about the bear 10 years later but right he now. wasn't
3: embraced. And now you have a yellow lab that has been fully embraced. So yes. just do it. Call it a day. It might even tie... Kiffin's heartstrings to you a little tighter. There, the the dog already has basically. Um. Um. If it were a person, it would be speaking engagements. He goes and makes appearances. Oh, yeah, appearances. The appearance. dog makes a thank you. The, I'm making this more complicated. The dog already makes appearances. <laughs> the poor guy from Wild Rose. Taking Pro- him around. He probably thinks, you know, this is not exactly what I signed up for. But <laughs> here okay. We, here we are. <laughs> something tells me they're not hurting for business. Yeah. Oh, no. It's been great advertising. Just thinking. Pass it along. <clears> they're <throat> not listening to me, but I can't be the only person who thinks, hey, you kind of stumbled on something here. I agree with you. I'm good. Just make it official. You're the Rebels. That's very generic. Like, Rebel could be lots of things. So you have a dog. And it's who cares good. if
2: there are a lot of other dogs in the conference?
3: And it, it appears that that those two brands, that as much as people talk about it, no, nope, those brands are never going anywhere. You're going to be the Ole Miss Rebels. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So embrace it.
2: I mean, your logo's a script.
3: And just get a big, fluffy lab mascot, put an Ole Miss jersey or shirt on it or something, and stop making this complicated. The big smoky thing wears an orange shirt with a T on it. It works. And if you like Tennessee, you like it. And if you're a little kid, and mom and dad are Tennessee fans, and they take you to the game, you like the big dog. And you buy the little stuffed animal at the bookstore on your way home and there you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's this dude that is sold in the Purdue bookstore. I just sent you a tax with it. All right, Put in Ole Miss, I think it's in your computer, I use that iCloud thing.
3: Oh. It hadn't shown up yet. There it is. Oh, yeah,
2: see? It's a lab. It's a yellow lab. Yeah. You put red and blue on him and you're golden. It's kind of a I mean, you can make it look better. But it's a it, cross it's...
3: between a lab and a golden retriever, but fine. Yeah, whatever. Done. Easy.
2: And you would sell some.
3: Sure. You got a little girl. What is she in kindergarten now? She might still yeah. want it.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: But two years ago, oh, she yeah. wasn't leaving that stadium without it. Yeah. Oh, no. You're. You're you're bargaining at that point. It's she's not leaving the stadium yeah. without that.
2: We can make this easy, or we can make I mean, this really complicated right now. No, I,
3: I, I don't I, want a juice box. <laughs> I want that stuffed animal. <laughs> that's where you're like, well, listen if, if you'll if you'll if you'll be nice for one more hour, I'll buy. Yeah, you're bargaining. Yeah, and that's when you're like, hey, go get it before they sell out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so. All good. You're welcome, Ole Miss. No. I'll send you an invoice. You want to pay anything or you want to move on? Uh, so I probably need to pay a couple of things here. We're almost done. I will have picks up tomorrow. Mine are already in, even though I'm thinking about changing one. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. It's always free for the candidate. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service specialists can help you as well. Payment of service solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138. Check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Everyday Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick, are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment. Financing is available at CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson, services the entire state of Mississippi in all commercial asset classes such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. Our guy B.B. Mitchell with Pinpoint provides a plethora of commercial real estate services, but his core focus is sourcing investment properties for his clients. Pinpoint takes great pride in its attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. So for all your commercial real estate needs, give B.B. Mitchell a call, 601-934-5008. And Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding... Uh, offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first house and competing at nationally recognized competitions, under the teachings of uh, one of the best young professionals in the sport, Bowers Cone. Southern Traditions has high aspirations for its future. To learn more, go to Facebook or Instagram and contact them at Southern Traditions Farm.
2: Let's see. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Phillies, Stanton and Judge both hit home runs, and the Yankees win. Um, yesterday over Cleveland. I watched the last few innings of that. I did not catch the whole game, but I saw a little bit there at the end. It
3: was kind of boring at the end. I'm,
2: I, they got two on in the ninth, but there was never really a, no. a pressing thought that that was about to become something <laughs> at all. Um, you, I don't hate the Phillies pick all of a sudden. They're so hot. that. Oh. I mean, hell, who knows? I mean, Houston's the best team,
3: but... Houston's the best team, and they'll probably win it. But a Houston-Philadelphia World Series would be pretty damn fascinating because the Phillies are that, that lineup. It, yeah,
2: Braves picked a bad time for the Phillies to sneak in.
3: It was what it was. Phillies just got hot. Happens. Braves got hot a year ago. I mean, like we talked about the other day, the Braves watched the Phillies in that dugout and went, that was us. I mean, the Braves last year were unconscious. I mean, you couldn't get them out. I don't think they ever faced an elimination game last year. They just—they were—I think that's right. They just scored, and everybody pitched well. And I didn't think the Braves played badly against the Phillies. They just couldn't beat them.
2: I'm not even embarrassed by this because I just don't focus on it at all. Like the NBA, wise, I feel like I need to have some working knowledge, and I do. I'm reading a thing here about the top 50 NHL players for 22-23. Okay, I don't know that I can name three of the top 50 players. Like I know I, I couldn't. I mean, I know number one because he's incredibly famous. But like beyond that, well, I'm going through them now. So, and I'm not even worried about the names. Connor McDavid is number one, mm-hmm. and I knew that. The yeah, center at Edmonton. I would not have been able to name that. Would you not? Know, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's the he's the best player. But otherwise, if you told me like you have to name what team they're on, and you actually know them, not just you've heard this name before. Like I don't know another one at all until Sidney Crosby at thirteen for the Penguins. Ovechkin seventeen with the Capitals. Like I'm just scrolling. I've never even heard of these dudes at all. Nothing. I mean, and I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing, bad thing, nothing
3: else. But just it's just a niche sport, like a yeah. lot of sports that aren't named NFL.
2: I mean, I guess it's doing well enough in inside its market.
3: Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun. Patrick
2: Kane, Blackhawks. When I was
3: in Vegas, we were walking on the strip and saw um, where the, what are they called? The, uh, The Knights. The Knights. Where they play, and I was like, oh, that'd be fun. Like, if I was there and there was a hockey game, I'd probably go. I knew four of the top 50. That's it. Four. Yeah. Just kind of, sports just changed a little bit. I guess if like you lived in Nashville or something, and you could get tickets, you'd go more often. And it's 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 a great in person event.
2: Oh yeah, hockey in person is better than anything.
3: It's it's really really
2: good. It frankly I, might be the best in person. I've told you
3: before, maybe the most exciting sporting event I've ever been to was an NHL playoff game. Blackhawks Blues. Yeah, it was it was really fun. I mean, it was exciting. You need good seats. Need good seats, but it's good anywhere. It's but, small yeah. arenas. Yeah, it was, I I enjoyed it. I'd, I'd do that again, for sure. NBA playoff games are great. I've <laughs> only been to
2: one in a NBA playoff game ever. I went to Grizzlies Warriors. Yeah, and it was good, ago. right?
3: Yeah, it was it
2: was fun. fun. The Warriors kind of dominated the game, so you didn't get the home crowd feeding off right. of it the whole time.
3: But the, that environment can be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I remember leaving the game going, I feel a little cheated because I feel like to get the full experience, you need the home team to probably so really be into it and the Warriors were up early and it was kind of it was kind of a dud there was never that run that you thought might might happen so, I don't know uh let's see you said tons of stuff tomorrow by the way we didn't spend any time on it at all but i do hope that is simply something we're going to get a rematch of bills chiefs on sunday afternoon was a ton of fun as we thought it would be
3: but it was great, that was great. it was great it, it was actually so good that when it ended i was a little sad that it ended um, incredibly happy for Dawson Knox catches the touchdown pass yeah. to
2: clinch it there, or I guess yeah. the game winning touchdown pass. They end up picking off Mahomes on the next series to end the game, but yeah, huge, uh, huge thing. And the one seed really matters again. Only one team gets a bye, and you'd much rather that thing run through Orchard Park than oh, Airhead.
3: Buffalo wanted wanted that game badly, got it. Mahomes was great. It was fun. It was. And the East is leveling off. For the Bills, a little bit like the Jets are
2: good, but they're not a threat to the right. Bills. And the Dolphins are coming back to earth, and the Patriots are very average.
3: And it's just sort of it's it's going to that will be appointment viewing in January. Yeah.
2: The Chiefs have a harder time getting through their division because they can get popped by one of those teams, yeah. Vegas or Vegas the Chargers can beat them, can the beat Chargers
3: them. can beat them. Denver sucks, yeah. No, so yeah.
2: Okay, we're back tomorrow with another edition of the podcast. I've got uh, in the morning. I think I'm streaming it. I'll let you guys know, but I would assume I will I'll just build another page. I haven't done that, but I can do that. And then we'll have hand raised guys tomorrow night in pre recorded fashion for yeah, that. We'll, we'll it load will... it. I'll,
3: I'll load it to premiere at, at seven. Uh, I'll, I'll have Pete. I'm, I'll have. We'll have a <laughs> knock on wood. Normal day. Um, planning to do. Um, McCready and Siski live from South Alabama. Um, we're going to the South Alabama-Troy game tomorrow night. And then um, I'm heading over to Baton Rouge after that. But I've already taped one of the interviews, taping the other two today. Going to put it in one file, load it at seven, have it set to load at seven. You'll still get Pete at four. You'll still get the butcher versus the spin instructor at six. So it should be a normal day on your um, I'm, I'm so nervous about the remote part of it like making the stream work yeah it's a little bit but we'll see but the rest of it will be fine even if that is a total disaster the rest of it will will be ready to roll so all of that will be to you uh, at MPW Digital and then we'll put up the uh, Thursday night podcast in uh, podcast form on Friday
2: yeah. so we'll have that for you here uh, here tomorrow a lot of stuff at com,
3: and we'll talk to you then